Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Welcome along, folks. Welcome along once again. Actually, do you know something? Uh, there now follows a an election broadcast on behalf of PJ and Jim. We're, aren't we? We're going cap in hand on this one. Didn't we say we would do? What are we doing? This point. Oh my God! Do you ever listen? Wait, yeah. Literally, right? We said we were going to uh, put it out that you know these um, podcast awards things are happening. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So there's these things, the Irish Podcast Awards, right? Now, look. Let's be honest. Neither of us knew anything about it. But But then somebody saw sent us a link and all. Uh, and you can vote for us or something, isn't that right? Where yeah. You, you do it on... Now, okay, admittedly, right, we weren't included in any of the nominations. That's not the point. Not, not, nothing to do with it. Yeah, us. nobody considered putting us into an actual category. It's essentially like when Dustin ran for president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're decided we're on yeah. it regardless. No, no, but listen, this, 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 well, see, there's this category, right, called listener's choice. And it refers to absolutely anything. Yeah. So it do, you don't have to have been included in a different category. You can In the listener's choice, somebody can just put you forward and vote for you in the listener's choice. And that's what we want people to do. Now, how do you do that, you say? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, I, I haven't say. a Riddler, but we'll, <laughs> it'll be on some social media thing we'll put up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody somewhere. I mean, I'd say when they push this, this podcast out, they'll probably put, you know, links and things to it. You know, yeah, and that yeah. way then, and vote for us and tell everybody else to vote for us as well. Like and share and all that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And because then watch us like... moan if we actually get nominated. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it goes somewhere. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, we no. could end up like, you know, we could end up like uh, Seabiscuit or something. I Actually, would you tr- please just try and vote for me? I just like, try and leave Jim out. Because I'm still sore about Jim oh, being like, you know, an award-winning comedian when he only did one stupid gig ever in his life. And, uh, and, the, uh, and the fact that it was a support gig to you. Uh, yeah, which even... Hurts even more. It was a sh- it was a show award. It, it was, was a joint a, effort. I thank God we're on the podcast because me bollocks it was. It was <laughs> it has his name written on it. Uh, Jim stands up is what the award is made out of. Look, come on, you know, yeah. floats all boats or whatever that it expression is. It doesn't. It shite again. I just went. I got hung over my desk and did nothing for me. Uh, so there but anyway, go. look. So just vote for for our podcast for me. PJ. Thank you, podcast house. Put it in PJ Gallagher. Just uh, don't do any of this, Jim. No, don't just do that because there's probably other things you've been on and, and it'll get a vote. You're on every feckin' thing anyway. I don't. Should the amount of podcasts you do? I like. You're a, you're a podcast prostitute. That's I am, what you yeah. Are. And everyone has one now. It's just gas, the different levels of podcasts there is out there. Some people say, oh, will you come and do mine? And you're saying, well, what is it? And they say, well, I'm a, you know, a professor of arts at the University of Cockology and we'd love to interview you and get under your psyche. And you turn up and they have a, like a studio and there's a producer there, wow, you know. And you impressive. do all these things and you do your um, podcast and it goes what grand and then someone else like uh, will you do my podcast you're like well, well what is it they go well Darren uh, we do it in the kitchen yeah we'll, we'll just have to stop every so often while we Maz doing the dinners or whatever yeah. and then and uh, just we, we, we record it into my phone uh, yeah and they're normally the better ones <laughs> they're actually normally the ones that, that go better or have a better <sighs> dynamic to them you know but it's true there's so many isn't it millions like, you know, everyone has Because and that's the weird thing right people present that as a good thing yeah. Right, so they'll always say, if somebody said to you, you know, something about podcasts or whatever, oh, sure, there's millions of, there's loads of yeah. great podcasts out there. Lo- mi- thousands yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's the fucking problem. Tr- trying to find one. Trying to find the good ones. Exactly, because there's loads of yeah. That yeah, I'm there's not loads interested of shit. in. Yeah, and then you end up you get you get three series episodes into some series, uh, and it's brutal. I remember like we were me and Jim were looking <laughs> for podcasts, right? We were looking for these, and like murder. It was where like murder's yeah. a big thing when it comes to podcasts. Murders and you know cases and unsolved crimes and all this. And then we were obviously were running thin because Jim goes to me, I have a podcast for you. It's about a fella who ripped ladies' jackets in Norwich in the 1800s, he goes. And I was like, what? And he goes, and he goes, yeah, bear with me, bear with me. It's about, a f- he rips their jackets. Now, it, I know it sounds a bit mad, but it is listenable. Yeah, and, and, and I listened to it. And oh it, it, was a bana- it was bananas. And I had these fellas doing accents of English coppers back in the 1800s going, oh, hello, Jimmy. Did you say you whipped that woman's jacket? And he's like, oh, why, tell, he's a slasher. T- yeah. Tell me that wasn't. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't the f- one of the best podcasts yeah. you ever... One of the most enjoyable experiences, <laughs> unexpected experiences you've ever had. It was, yeah, actually, to be fair to you, it was... It was It was called... It was something... The, the something slasher. Yeah, the, H- Huddersfield or somewhere. The Huddersfield. Or some fucking... But he wasn't a slasher like murder, but he's slashing coats and all. Yeah, he just used to jump out behind uh, people and cut the back of their jackets yeah, he w- or whatever. He wasn't a murderer. And, and he was just a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently... And it wasn't in the fucking 1800s. It was, it was like the... I don't know, the 40s or the 50s oh, or the 60s oh, or something. I thought it was back Jack the Ripper. No, no, it was, it was around that. Like it had, you know what I mean? It was like fucking Zed Cars time. You know <laughs> like, when that was? Whatever yeah, that yeah. was. But anyway, and yeah, and that's all, that's this thing. And apparently it terrorised, <laughs> terrorised. Norwich. Yeah, people wouldn't go out at night or, yeah, and all that. Yeah, was mean, it in Norwich? It was somewhere like that, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was some Northern England sort of thing. I think yeah, it was. Well, Nor- yeah, okay. Or was it near Leeds, actually? Maybe it was Leeds. That, it could be that, yeah. Oh, I got that. How wrong could I? <laughs> get that now how wrong so I had the wrong deck a wrong century I had the wrong part of England I, had every, I got literally everything wrong oh my god she's never listened to me I telling the story I, I swear still, to god I, I, still, I actually found that very interesting but you're right it was a very different type of podcast oh it was de- like, very different yeah like the true crime thing and when they were because they were sort of recounting the coppers conversations yeah and they and acted like, it all out at a time when people had to go next door to use the phone and all yeah yeah and they'd, made, they'd put the phone things in bring bring and your man hello Leeds police station you know it was and there was a, I've just seen a man who looks very he, he, he looks quite dapper holding his Stanley knife behind a cobblestone wall and I think I think they actually had to bring I think they brought in like specialist cops from you know like sent them down from Leeds or whatever oh, the nearest big right. city yeah, was yeah. to, that's what we to from Manchester or whatever the fuck they were right I can't remember wish I could remember the name of the place but they actually sent in spelling like, had to send down the special branch the spe- right, yeah came out oh I mean yeah, you boys can't handle this jacket ripper. We're going to find him. I love that there was fellas that thought, that sat down and thought, I, I don't care. We're going, this is the, yeah. we're going to make this podcast. And by the Six way, episodes or whatever it was. This wasn't been made like as a piss take. Not it wasn't at all. Very... Cheek. This was serious. Like, oh, and yeah. I think a woman who even voiced it is like quite a well-known actress and all. 
Yeah, like as in, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, she in the soaps or something. Yeah, she would in, I don't know. Yeah, casualty Brooks or Emmerdale. Or, yeah, Farmer one of them. Something. Yeah, definitely. It's gas. Some like some podcasts. They're just you know, there's not enough substance to them. Like I listened to this one, the confession line, and it was about this guy, and he set up the he put all these flyers up the confession line, and you know, uh, people would ring up and uh, totally anonymously, like back in the day from phone boxes, yeah, and yeah. say, oh yeah, whatever. They'd be into mad stuff, a lot of sexual stuff, oh, like. Like put me Willie in a pint glass and pour and wax over it and all the whatever weird stuff, right? And then it was like uh, one day this guy rings up and he goes, "I'm a murderer and right. I'm going to kill again." Wow. And so this went on for years. And after a certain murders would happen, this guy would ring and say, oh, "I did that." Now yeah. what are you going to do about it? And all you know, and, he was talking, and they got talking and he was trying to understand the psyche of a murderer, right? And then the guy who set up the confession line realized he was going to die. And he wanted to find out who this guy was before he died. And he died. And they found out your man was just a spoofer. And that was the end of the podcast. <laughs> they had nothing to, they had nothing to fucking do with a murderer. It was just a, he was just a serial confessor. It was just a lad who just thought it was gas to ring your man and tell him he was doing all these things. Just and that was it. The cre- for, yeah. That was it. That, that was the then, end of the podcast. And his, and his wife was going, he was such a dedicated man. He gave his life. He gave his life to... It was a waste of time. I thought you were going to say it was a bit like me just going around going, that's probably my fault. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I'm probably to blame for that, am I? Yeah, that's your Jim's <laughs> podcast. Your Jim should do a podcast on the calamities I believe I have caused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my role, my probable role in most most tragedies. Yeah, yeah. My, ro- my role in my downfall. That actually would be a good podcast. People just talking about what they, the stupid decisions they made. Didn't you like, tell me there was another one that you found really frustrating where some lad was part of a, um, he, he was doing, you know the way, like the soccer hooligan thing is oh, a big thing. and That and was the, a book, an audio book. Is that what it was? And it, like, you know, because that's a big deal. And obviously there's firms, as they call them, and rival gangs and everything involved. And apparently you were set up for this, like it was going to be, you know, really full on hard men kind of stuff. And apparently nothing fucking happens. Nothing happens. So the first one, the first chapter one is brilliant. He turns up and he goes, I, I think it was uh, it was in Brazil. Uh, and he said, meets whoever, I don't know, Santiago. That's not Argentina. The Corinthians. I don't know who it was. Uh, well, he goes to Brazil and he's doing the whole, and he's like hanging out with the hooligans. He goes, I met them in this shady bar and it was really dangerous. And some of them were armed. The leader of this gang with a tattoo on his face, blah, blah, blah. Right? And then you're like, wow. Oh, setting the scene. I this said, sounds this great. And then he goes to the match and he says, and the atmosphere was electric because the hoodlums control the crowd and they're like oh wow and then he, he goes off to uh, somewhere else next to Egypt or something and he's there uh, I walked into the room I met them in the dodgy bar the man had tattoos on his face I was like you've just told me this story about different- they, they control the crowd it was unbelievable everybody was afraid of them it was shocking oh, and then I went to Argentina and I met him in a dodgy bar and it was the same shit over and over again and nothing what? happened there was never a fight and did, never- he, and did he really sound like that like he appeared in an episode of Open All Out yeah <laughs> He was like a hard-edged Norman Wisdom. Yeah, that's not happening. This Mr. Grimstone is not happening. Yeah, yeah, imagine. We went to the... The hoodlums started chanting the famous chant, Well, I'm cleaning windows. (laughs) 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 You see, that's the... That's the trouble, you see. Morrow bed dustbin, (laughs) he wears a dustbin's hat. Everybody! (laughs) 
the trouble when you're trying to find a decent podcast. Sometimes choice is a bad thing. It is, you yeah. Because all much. that is about you too need much. somebody to make a recommendation to you. You do, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, I'm it's not Jim McCabe <laughs> unless I want to hear about jacket slashers and pickpockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to confess. What you know? What I, what I like? I thought when I saw such and such, the such and such slasher, I thought it was going to be like a true crime. Yeah, you know, totally like a Jack the Ripper. Well, in fairness, it was a true out, crime. It was true crime. Uh, Just turns out it wasn't a wasn't a very yeah, big deal. It's like you know, I can't wait till Jimmy recommends the next one, the Sheep Fondler of of Landudno. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 12 oh. episodes. No, no, note to self. <laughs> Google sheep fonder of Landon. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right, anyway, listen, here, let's give you some of, the, some of the best bits from during the week. Um, what were we talking about during the week? We were talking about driving tests. What were we talking about with driving we tests? We were talking about uh, people, one particular person, how many times they failed it. Oh, and that maybe, right. maybe it gets to a point where... The, the road is just the place you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. It's just not for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had a chat about driving tests uh, during the week. That's on the way. Also, uh, we had a chat about prison. Um, not about trying to avoid it, but, no, uh, but actually about the... Well, it's, uh, a, a short stay that I had in prison, actually. That, that's true. And um, and the kind of... Well, to be honest with you, a, a form of behaviour you wouldn't necessarily associate with hardened criminals, really. The, the likes and dislikes of the hardened criminals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just don't even have a menu in some of those jails. Yeah, yeah it's extraordinary. I mean, some of those places have people who've ripped jackets it's and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, footballer Marcus Rashford... Um, I was going to say made an appearance on the show. That's not quite true. That would be stretching it a bit. But we were talking about him because apparently he made an appearance in the Beano. Yeah, he's in the Beano as a and as a guest editor. Yeah, uh, yeah, too. So, uh, so, so that, that led us down a specific path and also led to a wonderful moment of PJ Gallagher humiliation. <laughs> Yeah, which happened only on the weekend. Oh, which, my God. Which he recounted. And also then, um, a Countdown. It looks as though um, we'll be having somebody taking part to, in Countdown who might become uh, an actual Irish champion. Yeah, yeah, right into the grand final in October we'll get to see him. So it's a, a, a kind of about... Well, I guess about the own personal challenges when you're watching these shows. Uh, yeah, the old um, uh, home players on, on game shows. <laughs> anyway, uh, so listen, have a little listen and uh, we'll talk to you the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. And one of the things that um, that most people agree on that they would never like to have to face again, right? There's a few things that you have to get through in life that you would hope you'd never have to face again. Maybe the leaving cert or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but the driving test is definitely one of them. Would you have that out of the way? Yeah, yeah, thank God. It's so... Nobody finds it not traumatic. Exactly. Like, it's always such a chore. You know, you you get so nervous coming up to it and all of that, you know. Uh, and then maybe you feel hard done by if you fail. Yeah. You know, sometimes you feel hard done by. So then, there's been a lot of complaints that have gone that way. 1,400 complaints, actually, of people who have complained about their tester uh, as they did their test, if you know what I mean. Oh, right. So yeah. they reckon they were done. They, they were... reckon it was unfair. Yeah, one woman said she failed because she was so nervous after, in the middle of the test, the tester turned around to her and screamed, Jesus Christ, woman, the handbrake! <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, she doesn't say exactly she, why that was screened. Yeah, why, how that came about, what the circumstances no, were. Yeah, no hmm. explanation. Interesting. But, uh, but yeah, so you can imagine that it probably was uh, a failure before that point anyway, to be mm-hmm. quite honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things. One woman said um, uh, she, was, she was very upset uh, when her car cut out and was in danger of rolling backwards and she and the tester screamed at her to stop the car rolling backwards when she was in the state of uh, when she was upset right. which of course she wasn't going to do uh, so uh, I mean it's very hard oh, so wait a second. So okay, she was a bit upset about the fact that the car was rolling backwards, but didn't intend to do anything about it. Yeah, she was just like she should be allowed to be upset for a little minute. You know, without well, having to get screamed at. While they're careering backwards downhill. Yeah, yeah. Well, then there's oh, a, right. And then there's another fella who complained. He says, it's absolutely outrageous I failed my test. How am I supposed to pass if the inspector is going to be in the car? I found it very intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... He, right, he okay. found it very intimidating. He had said he had no idea. This is like he said he had no idea in the build-up that the uh, tester was going to be in the car. Okay. In this day and age, you, should, you could so, easily put cameras and all. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Or else just send him off on his way and say, come back in about half an hour. When he gets back, go, how did it go? It was grand. Okay. Yeah, well, that'll yeah. do for me. Got, your path. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> see, see if you can make it to Cork and back. And if you do, I'll give you your licence. People are so entitled. It's it's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Uh, one, one woman failed for not driving fast enough. Um, and uh, and um, Not driving fast enough? Yeah, right, yeah. okay. And, and she said again she wasn't driving fast because she was worried about the tester in the car. She said she didn't want anything to happen to him. She was looking after him. Um, Concerned yeah. for his safety. Yeah, going Because in fairness, he's in the car with me. God yeah, knows yeah. what could happen. God, anything could happen. I mean, in fairness, some of them are mad. Uh, yeah, one uh, one fella punished five times for not going fast enough on a straight, which he disagrees with. Um, another person says they shouldn't have failed because um, it was raining, and it's not fair that you should be driving in the rain when you're doing a test. Yeah, because let's yeah. face it, well, you'd never have to face that in real life situations. Uh, yeah, I know. Imagine yeah. having to drive in the rain. But they were saying they wouldn't go out in the rain in real life. They says they wouldn't like it. So there you go, Jim. But snared rapper back at you. They wouldn't like it. No, they wouldn't like it. So they said it's totally unfair. Yeah. If I'm only going to drive in the dry, that I get tested in the in the wet. That's yeah. Uh, that, you know? yeah. It's tough to actually argue with that logic, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Because why would anyone want to use a car in bad weather? Like why would anyone want to stay dry when they're using transport? I know it's it's mad. That's mental stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, one other person, uh, she um, or he, sorry, I beg your pardon, he uh, failed his test because he had a row with the um, tri- driving instructor fella yeah. when he insisted the airbags were not turned off in the car. And he says, why, you, do you not trust me or something? What's the instructor want me? The instructor says, can yeah, you turn I, the airbags on? You know, the airbags yeah. off came up on the screen. And he goes, can you turn them on? And he goes, oh, yeah, do you not trust me or something? No. He says, of course I don't trust you. I'm literally here to see if you're competent. Man, I'd never forget to. I, I was doing a pre-test. Do you know the way you can do a pre-test to see yeah. if you pass? And they were doing... And your man was sitting in the car with me. And you know the way you do the reverse around the corner? Like, that was a... I don't know if it still is, but that was definitely a thing when I did it. Yeah. And so, I'm looking over my left shoulder, uh, and he's looking over his left shoulder, right? So, the back of his head is what I'm facing, essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, as we were going around the corner, I felt a sneeze coming. I'm- and I was like, sadly, I know this. Ah, 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 like that. Ah, 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 ah. And as I was trying not to sneeze, and instead, like if that was now, I just stopped the car, and I would sneeze and then carry on again. Yeah. But I, I thought to myself, I have to get around the corner. I have to get around the corner before I sneeze. And I, the more I tried to hold the sneeze, the worse the 
car was doing around the corner. And your man just kept going like this, closer, closer to the curb, closer to the curb. And Matt, bang, I sneezed, went, Archie! And I could see the snot jump out of me like this big, like, and I swear, it was like, it, it, was, it was about two inches out of my nose before it broke. And then it flipped. I could see it flipping. It was, we were going round in circles and it hit him on the back of his head and went right up onto the crowd, the big line of snot in the back of his head. And he just, the car stopped in the middle of the road and he just looked around at me and said nothing. He took a hanky out of his pocket and started dabbing the back of his head. And then goes, continue straight on until you're given another direction. He goes, It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Occasionally there's, um, there's a story comes along that just... Well, you know, it catches you off guard. Yeah, for some reason, they're just—they—it it feels like opposites. It, it kind of does a little Somehow. bit, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. in in the prisons at the moment, um, it looks like the uh, well, it looks like their country. They'll spend eighty million, eighty million, eight zero million uh, on sweets, tobacco, fizzy drinks, um, biscuits. Uh, like all those things that, you know, Jaffa yeah. cakes, lemon puffs are apparently very popular <laughs> in uh, prison. Um, the old. Um, chocolate hobnobs are very popular. Rich tea, quite popular. Very plain, I would have thought. I would have thought if you're looking at four grey walls, you'd want something a little bit more spicy in your life but than a rich tea. But I, I mean, I don't know why it struck as as feeling a little bit... It, it's just... I don't know why that... You know, obviously everybody enjoys... There's not... You know, anybody from any part of any walk of life can enjoy a lemon puff and a chocolate hobnob. Yeah. It's just... It's just, you know, you have a very sort of specific vision of maybe... The hardened, I know, tough yeah. criminal. Especially like you see packs of Skittles and Jammy Dodgers and all. That's and you start thinking to yourself, they're all in... Like in jellies. The, yeah, you st- in bags of jellies, yeah. And you start thinking to yourself, it just sounds like a crash for bold <laughs> adults. Doesn't it? It's like their mummies and daddies dropped them off. And yeah. said, now you have a good time and I'll be back later. And if you're bold... If you I'll get see into, you in 15 years. Yeah, you can imagine the warden, you know, just going, did you hit him? He hit me first. Uh, you know, yeah, that's it. No Jammy Dodgers on the right wing tonight. Everybody going to sleep early. It, oh. does, it does have a feel of that ad. You know that ad did he, what, what they do for Haribo, where they have the grown adults and they over they do the kids' voices. It does kind of feel a little bit like that. It does, that, doesn't it? You know, yeah. these really tough, hardened lads who have, you know... Yeah, yeah. Committed crime. You, you got like are sitting around some going, head case murderer. I love the way it makes your, your tongue tingle when you put it on. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean I haven't got me jelly eggs? You know, it just makes it sound like you're going to put someone, like a bank robber on the naughty step. Yeah. If he steps out of line or doesn't clean up his his room. And you mu- know? Yeah, and it must be tough, I'd, I'd say, to have to, to tell maybe, uh, you know, one of the pr- prisoners that their favourite jellies are out of stock or something. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. What, what do you say? I don't know why he'd come. I don't know why English accent. I don't know why he'd come from. It's because of all the, the drama from the East End. What are you talking about? Anyway, yeah. So imagine telling somebody, "No, sorry, we we don't have any of them Harry Bows." Some big famous gangster, <laughs> and you know he knows your address and all. And he's there. What you mean? You've run out of lemon puffs. I'm honest, <laughs> my. You be there going? I'll get you my own. I'll, I'll get you. Don't worry about that. It sort of makes it like you know the way people be smuggling drugs in and stuff. And you, yeah. you start thinking they'll be smuggling in custard creams or bourbons or something, you know, like you're getting paying off the the screws to it bring in a, po- to, a pocket full of biscuits. Doesn't it just goes to prove though, no matter who you are, no matter how hard you are, yeah, that, you know, a man can be, you know, simply pleased. 
I, I know, it kind now. of is. I, I have this idea in my head now that you walk in Mount Joy and any day of the week there's, you know, a banner with happy birthday slasher. <laughs> uh, and they're all, you know, don't tell him, don't tell him. Yeah. And, and then slasher comes out and he goes, oh no, he wanted an ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a big game of Twister. Uh, you know, they're all like, yeah. It also it also reminds me of this. Um, I mean, like we're talking about all the kind of you know, I wouldn't call yeah treats. I suppose you could call them. Although they buy them, I suppose. No, it's not not just given. They have to buy them, don't they? Yeah, you know, you buy them. In. It goes in. This is the prison talk shops and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it does remind me of um, of the time that you went in to do um, wasn't it a performance, some sort of thing, or were you filming something? What were you in for? Or was it just a crime? Oh, in the jail. Oh, no, I was in doing a gig. No, I was in, yeah, I was in doing the gig, yeah. That's right, yeah. And what an idiot I was, yeah, standing in the queue. I I, I thought we were, like, you know, we would be brought in backstage or something. But should I just left us in? Backstage? Yeah, I know, I didn't think it's true. So that the prison was just, it's a film set. Yeah, it's a film set, yeah. And and they brought us all in and they just left us in the room with the prisoners before the show. I was like, oh, my God. And then I was queuing up at the buffet thing. To get, I was a vegetarian at the time. Yeah. And I got to the counter and I said uh, to your man, "Is do you have any vegetarian options? And he goes, yeah, we have chicken. I went, that'll do, <laughs> that'll do, that's grand, yeah. I assume the guy, the, the guy serving you was tough enough, Yeah, was he was he? tough enough as well. And then, I, yeah, because I says to him then, what's the sauce on the chicken? And he says, it's chicken sauce. I was, that, that's, how, yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> that's what, that's, yeah. yeah. I, that's my favourite chicken, uh, chicken sauce. Oh, gee, and then the guy next to me started reusing, he says, will you say hello to me girlfriend on the phone? And and I was and the screw wouldn't let him make a phone call. And then he was all upset because he had to use the credit on his mobile. And we got to the end of the queue. Yeah. And your woman goes, tea or coffee? And I was in Mount Joy to, with, with lifers and I went to Cappuccino, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Well, you know, we always love a good a good Irish champion. All right. You know, it's all, nothing better than, to celebrate than, than Ireland being better than other Nations yeah. at anything really the comp- competitive element. Yeah, we yeah. do. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, especially when we kind of like, you know, what they say is we. Uh, what's that expression about um, bo- boxing or fi- what's that? Above Punching you? above our weight. Punching above our weight. That's the one. Thank you, sir. Uh, and that you know, I love that. It's great. It's always great. We celebrate our champions. Uh, e- you know, even if we don't understand what they did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm just looking. This guy Edward Byrne um, is his name. Not Ed Byrne, the comedian. Totally different fella. Uh, he is into the countdown final. Um, an Irish fella into the countdown final. He won eight games in a row, which means he qualifies. Uh, it's his second time having a go at the show. He tried in 2014, uh, but he only lasted two games. He got knocked out. And you probably know his face if you ever watch First Dates on RT2 because he's um, he's he was in First Dates. He went on a date, an unsuccessful date. Oh, right. Um, so the boy wants to be on the television so He wants to be sure, on the yeah. TV, but he's, he's definitely got a smarts about him. So he's into the final. Uh, says he used to watch Countdown with his granny many, uh, many years ago and it got him really interested in it. And he started being good at conundrums and conundrums, if that's what you call them. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, so best of luck to him. It's yeah. October he'll be in. You can so watch what, him in October. So, so, what you, so how many people are in the final is it? Ju- it's not just a head to head, is it? Or well, is this, it? Here you go. This is it. I never knew there was a final on countdown. There you go. See, I that's just what I'm saying. It kept going. We're happy to celebrate it, even when we don't understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I can't watch countdown. I, it just makes me feel like a moron. I sit, you know, the way they put the words up, however many letters, and they're doing a vowel, please, a consonant, please, whatever, and then uh, they go right. It goes to the. You know the contestants. It's like I have nine. It's yeah. like I have seven. And then I'm at home going, I have three. Yeah, cat. Yeah. 
I, I got yeah. you know cat. I, I'm exactly that. Yeah. I, I am awful at that stuff as well. It's the it's uh, and they regularly get sevens and or I've only I've only got a seven. Have you only got a seven? Yeah, and I have a two. Ass. Yeah, and then it goes to your man with the glasses on, and he goes, "Actually, there's I know there's only eleven letters, but there's actually a thirteen in it. <laughs> uh, if you real, you know that you're going. How do they do yeah, this? And and this, don't get me started on the on the sums, the numbers. Not a oh lick of my sense. God, and they, yeah, yeah, I've got it spot on, or I am, um, you know, I, I have it within one. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm still at. The, they're finished, and I'm going right. So if you add the ten. To the seventy-five. That's eight. Um, like, yeah, it's yeah. over. Oh, they're doing the total sum, and she's out then writing down and doing the whole sums on the board. And I'm still trying to figure out uh, the one in sixth class in primary school when the train was going for. for or and Jerry had two apples in his pocket, and he he gave Philip <laughs> and, he, and he lost his trousers. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy gave him a pair. So what does he have? I'm like, ah, here, get out of it. I always do it though. I always test myself against these shows, like uh, the chase. I love the chase. I love watching the chase. Yeah. Uh, See, the advantage of the chase as well is is the multiple choice element. You know what I mean? You always give it like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although the best part is, you know, when, you know, when you get it wrong, and let's face it, you and I both know that we do know what it's like to get it wrong big regularly, time. right? Yeah, big time. And and you do that thing, right? Rather than just you know, like you're wrong, you yeah. just got it wrong. You, you do that thing of like, God, oh, right? Yeah, I could. I was convinced it was. Yeah, you know, yeah, nobody cares. You do that nodding like, head thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. as if uh, I should have known that. Exactly. Yeah. Should have known as that. If, oh, yeah, no, they mean the, oh, the, the, in the 15th century. Oh, no, I was thinking of, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean now. It, it's what are you mad, isn't it? About? The book written by Chinese Emperor Shouting Ming was released, and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I should have yeah. known that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Shouting Ming. Shouting Ming. Oh, sorry. oh, I thought it was. Um, I had um, Jerry, Jerry, um, uh, different fella, different fella altogether. Uh, yeah, I know it's it's gas, and then you do the quick fire rounds. You know, I love the quick fire rounds, and you're like, right, we're in, and you start going, right. If I was on this show, I'm gonna pretend now and see where I get. And yeah. the the chaser uh, goes second, and it's like, oh, twenty one, you nearly had him on there, right? Four, the four, yeah, <laughs> four, the color, and and it'd be something, uh, yeah, and it'd be something like the river that runs through Dublin is called what? You know, something that might throw the English, but. Yeah, yeah you're, you you have it nailed yeah. on. And, then, and the best of it, you get that one, you get that one question right, you know, of your four correct answers while they've gotten 21 or whatever. And then the one you get right that they got wrong, you're like, imagine yeah, not yeah. knowing that. How would you not oh, know that, shit? Yeah, yeah, imagine not knowing that. They're like, liffy. Oh, going, oh, my God. Yeah, everybody knows the compound thing of tyres, yeah. I know, it's, it's gas, like, but yeah. always oh, when do you it. Take, when you take the wild guess is the best, but if you're in company, you're sitting there with somebody else watching it and you take the wild guess and you get it right and they, and you don't pretend it was a wild guess. You go, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How do you know, what, how do you know that that Dickensian, ah, well, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just one of those things you pick up. Yeah, you know, I don't know where I got the, it was something about, I read something about King Henry VIII <laughs> um, and uh, hanging out with the Pope uh, years ago. I think it was in the Sunday world. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. To be honest, I was about to say somebody else has written a book. Literally, that couldn't be more wrong. The bloke has done something for a, for a comic. Oh, yeah. Marcus Rashford, yeah. He definitely has not written a book. What, yeah. he, what he has done, he's written um, a story for the Beano. Yeah, well, come on, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, he's written a story for the Beano, and he's, got, he's been a guest editor for this um, issue of the Beano that's out now. 
Uh, and of course, he wrote himself into the stories with Dennis the Menace and Nasher and all. Uh, and all Was that, that the idea, or did he just do it? I think no, because he that, wanted to. He, he says he wants people to, or young people, to find their voice. So it's like a little bit of a campaign for oh, right, okay. young people to sort of write and speak up and all that sort of stuff. But it, it is still to be no, though. Like you know, if you meet someone. You know, because I think we're at that age, uh, you know, where you sort of, everybody's at their professional levels, you know, you know, you, you, some of your friends fell off the radar and other lads, they're, they're out there writing books or they're writing plays or they're scientists or, you know, yeah. and then, you know, what are you doing yourself? Um, the Beano, the Rogan, about a dog that he stole the ham sandwich off a fella who was in school. Uh, you yeah, know. I know what, you're what you're saying basically is that he, he may not end up being, you know, invited onto some literary review. Yeah, he yeah. may not rock up on the book show or whatever the equivalent yeah, he, now is. He's not going to win the book so, prize. Uh, me, what, what was the um, inspiration for, for the um, for the story? Well, I saw it happening. Yeah, I imagined a kangaroo on a pogo stick, and I thought that'd be funny. And then I asked the man to draw the picture of it. Although, I, you know, t- I tell you, a, there are people who take comics very seriously. Oh, you know. they are, yeah. They don't very call them old. comics, though. Oh, it's yeah, called, um, oh, what's this? Uh, something novels or something like that. Graphic novels. Graphic novels, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you I don't know, know if you'd refer to the Beano as a graphic novel, though. I mean, I to be fair, we, we, did, we did think for a while that, that your school was the basis for the Bash Street Kids. <laughs> it is a little bit like that Pogue and all. I think I was Pogue. Uh, yeah. I guess that's it, though. You have to... I think he was called Plug, by the way. Oh, pl- Plug? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Plug. That's a dog. Yeah. yeah there you go. This is, so, see, this is it. You have to know your place in life. Yesterday, I was talking to this woman, right? Yeah. Met her. I was chatting away to her. Right. And you know the way you're really getting on with someone and all. And, uh, you know, you start thinking, and she starts talking about her ex and all. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, you start thinking, like, maybe I'm impressing her and all. Yeah, yeah. Says, uh, yeah you know, just like, you start thinking, I wonder if there's any chance of getting the phone number and all. You're thinking that. And were you, were you, were you landing on, like, uh, you probably know that I'm a famous broadcaster and a famous oh, comedian. There, yeah. And a famous actor and, oh. a famous, and I've written plays and all. No, 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 no. I was doing the show and an interesting, you know. Right. And then I says, what did your ex do? And she goes, oh, he's um, a logistics expert. He designed the stadium for Tottenham. Hotspur, and uh, he actually has a, me- a meeting every month in London uh, about the Queen's death and how they're going to handle it and what roads are closed and everything at the time because he's going to be the man in charge of the logistics of the area uh, and that space in London at the time. And then she says, What do you work at? And I says, I talk to Jim. <laughs> Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Right, so once again, remember now, uh, even though we don't know what to tell you as to how to vote, do vote for us in the Irish Podcast Awards. Yeah. Somebody in, who knows things. Google the, it there. Clint will have yeah. it up by, by, by the weekend. Everybody has, like, that person that they go to for technical advice. Yeah, yeah. They do, like your dad with the remote control. Yeah. You know. How do you do the sound on that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, find yourself somebody who's technically adequate and say, how do I do, how do, I do a vote for PJ and Jim yeah. in, the, in the listener's choice in the Irish Podcast Awards? How do I do that? You know, people, are, people don't know what we're saying. They'll be going, I, they think we're running for council or something. But we, but I it can't see be any of posters. <laughs> but we can do it, you know, honestly. And it is listener's choice, right? So, yeah, it is. I mean, and, you know, don't get sidetracked by anything kind of, you know, flashy. No, do your thing now. Don't go, like, look, looking at cheap fondler videos or any of that. <laughs> Just get in there, vote, and get off the internet. Go out and enjoy yourself. 
Take us for a walk in your ears. That's what you need to do. Yeah, don't get distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very easy to do with the internet. Yeah. And watch out for any sort of, you know, jacket slashers or anything. They're, they're, all, out, there. they're out there, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just, uh, do you, uh, have you got a recommendation to, to um, you know, podcast-wise? I at the moment, no, I don't. You actually, see, that's no. the problem. I don't, yeah. I'm struggling myself. I can't that's find That's the other anything. thing we can do, actually. What you can do for us is, while, after you voted for us, you can let us know if you've come across any good ones. Yeah, yeah. That we can use. Please do, yeah. So we just start don't have to talk to each other constantly. We're like we have a little distraction, you know. Give us yeah. something to talk about to each other. But whatever you do, don't vote for them. Whatever ones you recommend. No, that's to the us. end of that. Though. That's, that's the end of that. <laughs> Knock that in the head. Right, let's get out of here. Oh, jeez, I'm tired. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays six to ten on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.